This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Chris Anderson. Chris is a success and lifestyle coach who has a mission to positively impact 1 million lives by coaching individuals to build a more healthy life with their everyday habits, how to step out of fear and into the adventure they're made for and to create a life they love living. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, Roman. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so um, I guess I can start back uh, basically coming up. Um, wonderful, wonderful family growing up, um, loving, caring, things like that. Um, was always taught to give 120%, uh, work hard. <clears throat> and then as I grew older and got into the high school um, time, I started feeling really conscious about myself, low self-esteem started to creep in. I uh, just never thought I was good enough in sports and school, academia, um, and all extracurricular activities. So really just started to have a, a negative outlook uh, on myself and then what I was here for. So my worth was, was very low. I didn't think um, there was a purpose for me. So really kind of going down that dark hole of depression, um, accompanied with like the suicidal thoughts, uh, and everything of that nature. And, and that continued into college, um, where I'm a very outgoing person. I like people, I like being social, but in college, my first year, especially was very drawn back and very, um, kind of, uh, introverted almost, which was not like me. And so that darkness kind of just kept, kept that shadow over me and kept getting heavier and heavier. It felt like, um, to the point of it, it was just really, a really, really hard time. Um, just, didn't see a purpose for me being here. Didn't know um, what good I, I could really do in life. Maybe things would be better without me. And, and it wasn't until some mentors and some friends really started to speak uh, positive into my life, positivity into my life, that um, I started really coming out of that hole. Um, I took the step to get counseling, um, which is was huge for me because asking for help um, – I thought made me seem really weak. Um, but in all reality, it was, it was a really, really big and, and strong step for me to take to get help from somebody. Um, and so learning that my worth is more than the sports I'm a part of or the groups I'm a part of or the job or the work I do um, really helped me see myself differently. Um, and so going from college, like being able to open up to people um, and open up to myself about how I felt and how I saw myself really changed uh, the outlook and the outcome and the direction that I started going. And I really wanted to make a difference. And so that kind of led me to where I am now. Um, I was in athletic training before for about seven years. So helping people with their bodies, sports, injuries, things like that. And I loved helping people. I loved doing that and seeing people recover from the trauma that they had physically, but I knew that I was meant to do more. 
Um, and so I wanted to be able to help people with that, with health and nutrition, uh, with mindset and just see themselves as more than maybe what they see themselves in the moment and see their potential, help them to see their potential and what they could accomplish with the right mindset. And so that brought me to starting my own coaching business uh, and getting in with network marketing and in the health and wellness field, all because it all positions around my goal to impact a million people uh, in a positive way and change a million lives for the better um, in, in whatever capacity I can. Um, and so that brought me to today. It's brought me to connect with a lot of people and, and hopefully, God willing, um, leave a positive impact in their life. And so that's kind of my short, uh, my story condensed uh, and what got me to where I am today for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, oftentimes a lot of people struggle with things, even the people that look like they have it all together. Everybody kind of has something they're dealing with, especially with what's going on globally. So things like anxiety and uncertainty are really kind of getting to people. And I don't know, I haven't seen statistics currently on suicide and, and different things of people trying to take their lives, but I would assume it's a lot higher, you know, since this whole pandemic, everything of that nature started. And I think mental health is one of those things that people overlook a lot. And I think it is a problem in the United States. And oftentimes people don't get the help that they need or aren't properly diagnosed. Yeah, I think, I think it, I think that's true. Yeah. Um, and I think we're finally having more conversations, um, men and women, um, about the stigma of mental health and, and the, the getting counseling and, and seeking guidance and help with it. I think it's becoming a more acceptable topic and acceptable thing to seek that help, which is, which is really cool. Um, a really awesome thing to see happening. Yeah. And it's for kind of, uh, you know, different issues. And a lot of the time, men oftentimes kind of keep their feelings to themselves and often think, you know, why do I have to go to talk to somebody or there's kind of a negative stigma of going to a therapist or a psychologist. I mean, I've, you know, spoken before in terms of stuff that I went through as a child to kind of come to terms with it. And it's not like they're telling you what to do or what to think. They're kind of guides on your journey, how to kind of deal with that and how to, you know, pivot and navigate all those things you still have kind of bottled inside. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really neat because they just come from a different perspective, and they it's sometimes hard. And I was definitely stubborn, uh, but they bring something to the table, and you're like, "Oh crap! Yeah, you're you're right. Okay, I never thought of it that way, or never really looked at it from that perspective." But yeah, you're right. That could still be causing a problem, or that might be what's causing that issue, and uh, it's fixable, and it's be able to heal from that. And so yeah, it's it's definitely eye opening and something that. It, it takes a lot to step out of our comfort zone and, and seek help, especially with the stigma of, oh, you don't, you're weak if you ask for help or if you cry or whatever, not, whatever it might be. But uh, the case is changing. I think it, it shows more strength to be able to do that in times of need for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think those things are often kind of hurdles or bottlenecks that if you don't deal with, they basically compound over time. So one traumatic thing happens or you're dealing with something in the past, you put it you know, you buried inside kind of your your mind and then something else happens and that keeps stacking and stacking. And eventually it, there's either a blow up or it starts impacting all the things around you and you can't really reach your true potential or get to kind of the goals you're trying to reach. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think it definitely can hinder us uh, because we focus so much 
of our power or our mindset or our thoughts on the negative, like, oh, why am I not doing that? Or why did I mess up there or whatnot? And we let that kind of overtake everything instead of, okay, well, I did this, this good thing today, or I can do this one thing well, uh, getting better 1% each day. And that'll, that'll compound and eventually uh, really raise us above that. And then if we can just continue to feed ourselves with the positivity, um, it, it really start changing our outlook and, and what we, yeah, what we end up doing for sure. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? What motivates me to succeed? Um, really it, it's, it's knowing or it's having those people that you, you come into contact with and you say something or you do something, um, and you see the change you see or you hear them they, they tell you the benefit that it had on them when you maybe weren't expecting it to um when you share your story and someone's like wow that that actually resonates with me this is what i was coming from and this is how that's helped me like if my goal is a million lives but if doing all this and i only changed one life that's still enough because that's that's one person who who might um have have went down the wrong road um without something that I was able to do, um, being able to be used in that way to help them. And so what motivates me is the people out there that, that I could, I could potentially, um, be a light to in a, in a dark time and, um, not necessarily have them hear me, but, um, in my faith, hearing God using me and speaking through me to, to change, um, the outcome of their life. So. Yeah. And I think oftentimes people can have a big impact, but they think they're one person and their story or what they have to share isn't as big enough as, you know, people that are leaders in certain fields or you hear motivational speakers or different quote unquote gurus in terms of motivation and kind of, you know, lifestyle and different paths like that. But I think it's important for everybody to try to share their stories because there's at least one person out there that's going through similar, you know, struggles and the journey. And that could be the the changing point of them pivoting their life or, you know, preventing them from doing something that they're going to regret or something in terms of a, you know, a negative result like that. Absolutely. I think, I, I don't think position matters. I think, um, there's been multiple stories that I've heard of, of people who are living on the street um, their positivity and their outlook, despite their circumstances, have changed the path and trajectory of, of CEOs or of business people um, that they've come in contact with. So it's not what you do. It's not your position. It's not um, where you are. It's how you use your circumstances. Uh, it's playing the hand you're dealt um, and making a difference within the circle that you have reach. Um, wherever you are, you have influence. Um, you just have to, to realize that um, and use it in a positive way because there's always someone who's watching you, what you're doing, how you're acting, what you're saying, despite our positioning, our level in life. Um, and so, yeah, we have, we have a, the power to really make a difference. Um, despite if we're living on the street, if we're, um, just a, a regular office worker, if we're the business owner, if we're the president of the United States or whatever it might be, whatever level you're at, you have the influence uh, to really impact people's lives. Yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, I think leadership is like that just because you're not an executive or, you know, leading a company or a pro athlete or a captain of a team, that doesn't mean you can't be a leader and impact people around you. And then the other caveat of that is, 
people are thrown into things like people that are professional athletes often say, you know, I'm not a role model. I don't want to be. But I mean, you're given that platform and limelight. I mean, you might as well use it for something good and show and leave impact. I mean, there are people out there that either start off with that mindset and then pivot or not at all. But I feel like it's it's a waste of one opportunity because whatever you get dealt and if you're getting a, a public platform to do good, you might as well use it for something positive. Yeah, I agree. I heard uh, Patrick Lencioni. He's an author. If you don't know who he is, he's really great um, insight and education through his books. But he was speaking one time and he said, everybody has influence, uh, but not everyone should <laughs> because of that reason. They have platforms and they don't they don't use it to the right potential or, the, or for the right reason. So, yeah, I think it's important that when we have a stage and we all have a stage, it just doesn't matter the level of it that we use it for a positive thing. Yeah, and I think there's kind of a natural leadership too. Like you said, there's people on the street that if you have a conversation with them, they're inspiring and can get people to move and do things. And then there's people that are, you know, boardroom executives that don't necessarily have that. They can be coached to, you know, a certain extent to develop habits to, you know, be a better leader. But certain things like that are based in personality, your experiences, your empathy, your emotional IQ the things you've been through and kind of compound into that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's all about your mindset and your attitude towards things and, and being able to put your ego and pride aside and realizing it's not about us, no matter where we're at, like we're here to serve others and love others. And, and so whatever position we're in, we can still do that. We can still have a positive outlook uh, of hope and love towards, towards everybody. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have struggled with in the past that you've seen as a weakness in yourself that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Yeah, one weakness. That's a, I mean, that's a great question because we all have, we all have, uh, at least I do have quite a few that um, could, could be the answer to that. But I would say, I would say um, the one weakness that I have seen turn and be able to kind of be used as a strength would be how I was in a negative mindset, the low self-worth, um, because it's pivoted. And so now I've, I've been through that. And so hopefully be able to connect with others who have and make a difference. So I think that's now, um, when I saw myself, when I saw myself, uh, in a lower light, I think now I can, I can now see my potential and I can see it in others more. And so I can relate um, using that weakness as a strength. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of uh, coming to terms with yourself and everybody struggles with something and getting kind of in the right mindset. And oftentimes, I mean, I've said it on numerous uh, interviews, it's kind of you versus you as a first step. So getting out of your own mind in terms of and then acting on wh- wherever you're trying to get because human beings, like you said earlier, they're in a kind of state of habit that they don't want to get out and don't want to be uncomfortable. So anything that, you know, you do that's new, you know, your mind is telling you, you know, all these what ifs not to do it because of the uncertainty and then getting past that is where you, you know, you truly start going to your goal or whatever you're trying to do, because a lot of stuff in terms of, you know, achieved in the world, companies founded are done in that kind of chaotic standpoint where you're out of your comfort zone absolutely it's like a quote i go back to everything you want or everything you can can accomplish is on the other side of fear so if we can get 
past the fear of whatever it might be, um, whether it be asking that person out on a date, whether it be asking for a raise or asking for the job or um, seeking help um, when you have just um, trauma that you need to talk about, whatever it may be, if we can step out of that fear and pass that fear, that's where most growth and where most of our potential lies. We always, fear is going to be there. Fear is not necessarily a bad thing if we're able to use it as a catalyst to to push us on towards greatness and towards success. But if we let it hinder us and we let it hold us back, then um, then it then it's a negative thing, obviously. And that's why I think it's it's funny that in the depression, so many millionaires uh, were made um, during that time because they stepped out of the fear, they stepped through past that fear, and, and put put some risk out there and, and tried to step step forward um and and it and it showed and it and it worked for him and so i think it's huge to just yeah step out of that fear um and take a chance yeah and like you said uh, how i got into the career i've been in for 12 years into digital marketing i kind of pivoted in terms of my direction was towards criminal justice and then the recession hit so i had no other choice i mean i, I guess i could have sat there and kept sitting there doing nothing but it's taking the opportunity you're given, like you said, the cards you're dealt and doing something with it and not feeling bad for yourself. I mean, yes, I went to college. I had a degree. I was kind of uh, naive in terms of a, you know, 20 something year old that I expected a job, that kind of stereotype. You have a degree and you're going to have a job handed to you, which it's 2020 and that's not really going to happen either in 2020. But uh, it, it's one of those things where you have to kind of put your ego to si- aside and, and take advantage of the situation because we're not all given the same opportunities and those opportunities may not come around. So if you get presented something and you you don't know what it is or you don't have the skill set necessarily like to be an expert in it, I, you know, take advantage of it, learn as much as possible and do something with that opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's all about, yeah, taking chances, taking risks. I mean, obviously you have to to weigh sometimes the benefits, but I mean, it's, you hear about all the time, or at least I have, successful people um, make decisions quickly and then they're slow to change or to pivot away from that. Um, it's just like Henry Ford and um, his decision to, to make uh, his Model Ts and his engines. Like the people are like, no, you, you can't do that. Like he's like, no, this is what I want. It's going to happen. Um, and if it finally did, but if he would have changed quickly, um, or it's like the story of the guy who was searching for gold and he found it and it, and the vein ran out. And so instead of trying or, or seeking counsel, he, he left, uh, but someone took his equipment, asked counsel and found it. It was three feet from where the guy was. Uh, and so we stopped short so many times because of fear or because of, um, failing quote unquote, but Failure is just an opportunity to learn and to grow and to, to change direction and go through the obstacle to get to uh, your potential still. Yeah, and it's every failure isn't a failure if you take something out of it and incorporate it and then utilize it for something that you may go through in the future. And like you said, I think a lot of the time it's simply kind of persevering and outlasting. You know, there's companies in certain industries that the how they made it is simply outlasted their competitors and you know they didn't give up so like you said sometimes you get so close to your goal and then you get discouraged or get in your own head and then pivot if you stayed on track for maybe another week month year you know five years i mean it is kind of a long game play if you do have a goal and goals should be ever changing and and moving they're not stationary 
And if you kind of maintain that path or if you go through something and, and figure out that you have to pivot and adjust, do that. But giving up too early oftentimes is one reason we don't obviously succeed. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's just like people start something and they, they go at it for a month or so and they're like, oh, it's not working. Okay, I give up. But it's like Edison found a thousand ways that a light bulb didn't work until he found the right one. And, and the founder of Starbucks got like denied like 200 something times before uh, someone kind of gave him the capital to start Starbucks. And so it's like, you're giving up after a month. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and it's that opportunity, like those examples. I think the founder of uh, Alibaba, he applied to KFC in China and he, he wasn't accepted to even work at KFC. And it's one of those things where I think it's WhatsApp, I believe. The, the founder of WhatsApp went to Facebook to kind of get a job and Facebook denied them. And then I, I guess it's like five years later, it was sold for a billion or over a billion dollars to Facebook. So it's like, yeah, so it's like one of those things where, you know, just because you get a no now doesn't mean it's a no forever or doesn't mean something will, won't come that's, that's even greater. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? One piece of advice I could leave um, would be to to see yourself as more than your current situation. See yourself more than, than your job or your quote unquote title, whatever that might be. If you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a husband, uh, if you're in sports, uh, if you're still in high school, I mean, if you're in college, see yourself more than those labels we give ourselves um, for what we're doing because we are so much more than that. We're, we're human beings and um, those are just what we do. Those are just what we're a part of. Um, even our names, um, that's just the title of ourselves. What we truly are um, and can do is inside of us and we have so much potential. So um, see yourself as more than the labels the world puts on us and go out and do something great. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, people think they're one person, they can't make an impact. But a lot of movements and things in the world that brought about change were started with one person. So people often kind of overlook or undervalue their true kind of potential and what they have to contribute and don't necessarily even know what they're capable of until they they move forward and kind of are tested in those situations. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, diamonds aren't made by fluffiness the it's a coal that goes through pressure that's turned into a diamond so uh, just like us we're gonna have to go through hard times and pressure to 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 lift us to a higher platform to to create us and get us to the potential that we're we're made for yeah i think with that there's so many analogies you can you can use like you know uh, a ship or a sailor doesn't become an actual kind of sailor if they just stay in the safe harbor they have to go through the storms to to truly find their potential and truly kind of become an expert at what you do because with business or anything like that, you will have struggles, you will have, you know, hurdles and barriers, but one, it's how you get through that and hopefully you get around that and then what you take away from it and then you build on it. And at that point, years and years of experience, you get a better emotional IQ, which I think I've developed. I mean, it's, I'm still working on it, but the way I, I deal with situations at 35 is a lot different than I would handle at 25, both personally and professionally. So I think, I mean, life is, is a journey. It's not a, a destination. Well, I mean, we, we get to the end at some point, but during that process, if, I mean, I think it's, it's a shame if people aren't constantly learning or redeveloping themselves 
or at least trying to do one thing to wake up the next day to be a better version or upgrade of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think like Grant Cardone says, it's our, it's our duty and obligation uh, to, to put our potential out there and to do what we're made to do because um, life's too short. Uh, being here physically on earth, it's a short time period. And so if we're just sitting at home, Netflix and chilling uh, and not doing anything, it, it, we're really just dragging everybody down and not putting out what we're we're made to be doing. So, Yeah, I mean, oftentimes people don't necessarily have a mindset of kind of legacy and giving back or, you know, something intent based. But I think a lot of people as they get older and as they experience things or, you know, when they're younger, they may be chasing titles and money and material things. And then they have kind of a mindset shift. I mean, mine happened when I kind of turned 30 or around 30 that, you know, I can add a lot of value in terms of, you know, giving back. I mean, in my personal life, I'm a foster parent. So we fostered, you know, 20 kids at this point since 2018. So just doing things around you and contributing to your local community, global community, community in terms of what you're an expert in to help those kind of around you. Because in terms of kind of getting to where you want to go, you can either tear everybody down around you or if you have the mindset of there's plenty to eat for everyone, help everyone and everybody kind of prospers in that sense. Absolutely. Yeah, just a mindset of service and, and abundance for sure. I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Chris.t.anderson is my handle there. Um, and the link in the bios to my um, all my other con- connections. So yeah, reach out. I'd love to connect with people. I love hearing their stories um, and just seeing how I can add value to their journeys for sure. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you, Roman, for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.